Options Podcast. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Dialogue Options Podcast. I'm your host, Kyron Morrison, and as always, I'm joined by my good friend and co-host, Joel McDonald. How are you doing? I am doing pretty well. Doing pretty well? Yeah, pretty well. On on this, our 200th episode. 200th. Technically. 200th numbered, obviously more... Like, if you have it, when I check um, the Podbean site sometimes, I'm like, how many episodes do we have? I'm just like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, I know. We've done a few things, you know. We do spin offs and not numbered ones. And <laughs> that we're one's... very, we're horribly inconsistent. That one spin off that we never returned to. Yeah. Don't, don't mention it. Because, <laughs> and you know, it, it, it's funny because we didn't go back to it because of the game we pulled. It's like, I don't want to play that game. Yeah. Immediately I... destroying the concept of that show. Yeah, basically. Yeah. We should maybe re roll it. I don't know. Just... Maybe. Not enough. Maybe time. pick a game we want to play. Yeah, true. That's the thing, Maybe. right? We haven't got enough time. Yeah. Especially not now, but I, because I, I'm on a, a good friend of ours family plan for the Switch, I have access to 64 games. And instead of playing so many new games, I was like, ah, oh, look, I'll just, I'll just play Ocarina of Time again. I'll, I'll just, I'll just play a little bit and then it turned into a full playthrough and it, it's, it's done. Yeah. It no, happened. No, instead of like much. playing a, a new game, I was like, I'll just, I'll play a comfort food game. <laughs> yeah. I mean, sometimes you got to do that. Like, it's, yeah. I dipped into Mario Golf and it wasn't comfort food because I never played it, but I played that a little bit when I signed up on the family plan. Um, and yeah, it was like, oh, this is this is fun. Like I could be playing these other games that I've just bought, but you know, this is right here. Exactly. That's it. Um, now I'm going to need, I'm going to need more 64 games on Nintendo. Like you need to, if, if people are paying premium for this, like you need to, you need to hurry it up. <laughs> No, but they know people will pay premium for it. So I know, but they will take their sweet ass time with it. Like I was willing to give them a pass with how they like piecemealed out the Super Nintendo and the NES stuff, you know? Because I was like, look, I'm only paying like what was was it like twenty bucks a year or something to use that yeah, online service. Decent. I'm like, yeah, no pressure. But now that it, I mean, I'm still only chipping in a little bit because I'm, I'm part of a family plan. Yeah, but still feel like. People who are imagine being a person who has who's doing that all on their own for their family, right? And then it's like, oh, here's a sixty-four game. Oh, is when's the next one coming? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. It's fine. Yeah. Eventually, you'll fucking stick around, won't you? <laughs> You're not going anywhere. I mean, yeah. Here's some Genesis games. <laughs> Fuck, yeah, fucking. They keep fucking rolling those ones out, don't they? We we put the Splatoon DLC on there, huh? Do you care? I Do you care now? Interesting choice. I was like. Oh, and then I went, well, I mean, oh, wait, no, I don't have my copy of Splatoon 2 anymore, so... I, I bought it digitally, but that doesn't oh, mean I'm, no. I'm not going to look at it. <laughs> but, mm, um, yeah. hey, it's, it's growing into being more of an expansion pass. But anyway, Joel, that's video game talk. We haven't even done our usual stupid not-video game talk, <laughs> like, banter. Pre-banter. Like, we, we're going straight into it. Like, even though we're both, like, you're just back from holidays and I'm on holidays, we're both yeah. too eager to get into it. So before we get into that stuff, how are you? How are you doing? Yeah, pretty good. Uh, like you, you good? said, I just got back from uh, got back from my little family getaway over the weekend. We had an extended weekend holiday away down down the coast, um, and it was fucking great. It was That's really awesome. good. It was really good. I had a great time. Um, and I think so did Griffin, so did my wife. So like, yeah, we we all had a really good time. And and then before we left for that, um, we had a. So my wife's on leave at the moment, so I uh, took the day off before we left for our holiday as well. And we celebrated our wedding anniversary. So we went to the Loom in Melbourne. So if you're in Melbourne or Victoria and you're looking for something interesting to do, um, go to the Loom. They've got a Van Gogh exhibition at the moment. And it's fucking insane. Like, 
yeah, like it's it's hard because like you, you hear the concept and you're like, oh yeah, that's pretty cool. Honestly, I and think it, you see the pictures. It does a pretty good job of selling you on it. It does look very cool. But I, know, even, I, I understand it looks different in person. I but know. If you want an yeah. idea, like the pictures do a great job of like giving you an idea of, yeah. what, of how good it could be if you were there. So basically, the Loom is this new like art gallery space that they've set up at like the convention center. Um, and it's like this giant space that has like projectors everywhere. And basically with the Van Gogh exhibition, it's like his, his works come to life basically around you and everywhere. And there's even, they've even got like scents that they pump in as well at some points, which I didn't really smell that much. It just sort of smelled like a convention center. Like it, Was I it think there were some notes. Center or? It's in one of the offshoots. So like it's, okay. it's a permanent setup. It's a permanent, I think oh, they're cool. going to, they're going to rotate out exhibitions now um, i want to get my hopes up for how cool that could be come october i uh, yeah cool. i think <laughs> that van gogh thing's probably gonna be still there but yeah man if they decide Kick to do a out. collaboration with <laughs> with packs that'd be fucking sweet um i think they had a set of babushka, babushka dolls for sale um and they were like the, they were hand painted and the loom branded on the bottom so the first one the mate the big one was van gogh but then they also had um, Salvador Dali. They also had Andy Warhol. They also had uh, Frida. I can't remember her name. Um, and then a Japanese artist. And I think that was it. But like they had these artists that were made for this, like the Loom um, Babushka doll set. So my my wife was like, hmm, hmm. And I was like, actually, very good point. That that would make sense if that's what they're going to do. And if that's the lineup that they're going to have there, then there's going to be some pretty Salvador Dali would be a fucking mind trip in there. Um, like Jesus. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's really cool. But like we sat in the cafe, there's like a little cafe in there that's, that's set up like the cafe at uh, cafe at nighttime painting that Van Gogh did. Um, and you can like sit in there and like order a drink and just what like, and I sat there and I felt the most peaceful I'd felt in a long time. And it was wonderful. Um, and then after that, we went and saw Doctor Strange. So it was, yeah. Nice. And that is, that is a fun movie. So, that is a fun movie. I loved yeah, it. Yeah, enjoyed it. But anyway, enough about my my crazy weekend. How are you doing, my friend? I'm, I'm doing good. I'm also on holidays. Uh, I've been on holidays for a week. And so far, I've checked off my first goal, which was do nothing. <laughs> and it's Fuck been very yes. good. <laughs> Fuck it's yes. been great. It's been nearly a full year since my last like proper like spell spell of leave so i was like you know what this first week i'm doing nothing i don't care you can't you can't make me do anything <laughs> yeah exactly fucking fucking a yeah that's awesome so yeah all i've done is just yeah just hang out get some sleep ins play some games and now i'm here here to talk games as well one Wee! game that i'm only, only able to really talk about because i had time to play it because i'm on holidays <laughs> hey i played a few things so you know I mean, I play, I mean, I've already spoken. Like, look, I did a full play with Ocarina, but I'm not here to spit like hot takes in Ocarina of Time. You know? like, that's, that game's just a good game. It's a good game. I, I have no doing... interesting, I have nothing to say, but it's going to be like, that's a, um, that is interesting. That's a really good point. Just, Let's have I'll, this discussion about Ocarina of Time. I'll just throw in the discourse here and just say, hey, I think Majora's Mask is a better game, but it's, uh, you know. I, I think there are, there are bits and pieces, you know? <laughs> like I think I think that I know that the Zora thing sucks and I think there's a couple of things but man I, I I keep thinking about going back to 
Majora now finished I'm finishing up Ocarina. Mm-hmm. But I I feel like I'm gonna miss that that good old that that improved Bomber's notebook in the three DS version. Yeah. Well I mean just to keep track of everything better. So so confession here, the first time I finished both Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask was the 3DS versions of those. So <laughs> I I was sort of playing, you know, I guess the optimal versions in a way. But um so maybe my opinion doesn't carry so much weight anyway. But hey. Hey, Majora's very good. I I feel like I would go back and forth on which one I like more yeah. frequently. Yeah. I like the um I like the vibes of Majora more. It's just really unsettling just, and, and creepy. Just, yeah, and it does some cool shit. Like it's just it for a video game of it of that time, it does some really cool shit. And yeah. And I'm, I'm into and yeah, that like stuff. I said, it's just it's just creepy. It's just yeah. really creepy. It is. Um fucking moon. The moon, the masks, and like you're yeah. wearing, but you're gonna wear a mask of like the dead characters and yep, yep, time travel and the music in a lot of situations is yeah, and that um, that Link statue that you get the song for in the Stone Temple, which oh is my just God, yes. Which all, all I think of when I see that now is the um the Ben drowned. <laughs> oh, mm. <laughs> oh, let's not go down that rabbit hole again. Jeez, no, not Woo. again, not again. Okay, yeah. well, I, I think unless there's anything else you want to talk about, like we both we both said a piece about Doctor Strange. It's very good. Go and see it. It's. Fun. I don't know if I spoke about it last time if I'd seen it then, but like everything everywhere all at once. I'll just say it again. It's fucking probably my favorite movie of all time now. So you know. If you haven't seen that and you get a chance to, fucking see it. It's great. Um, yeah, <laughs> that's that's it. Finished Moon Knight. I thought it was. I thought it was okay. <laughs> it was. It was pretty good. I had a couple of fist pumps yeah. in the last episode, but yeah. But overall, I was like, okay, all time. Not bad, I guess. <laughs> if I, I, I was watching, kind of funny talk about it on their spoiler cast, and he, and Andy Cortez brought up a good point. He was like, would I have cared about this show as much? if Oscar Isaac wasn't playing Zuna. And I was like, yeah, that's a good point, actually. Like, he does an amazing job in that show. and He does a good job selling it. I mean, I'm sure there were other actors that could have done the role, but yeah, obviously my attachment to Oscar Isaac was... I was going to watch it anyway. It's Marvel. I, I'm I'm sucked into this stupid, yep. like, yep. unending story. I just watched the <laughs> trailer. I love, but also I'm just like, oh, jeez. Yeah. I just watched the trailer again for Ms. Marvel because... My son wanted to watch it for some... I, actually, he, he wanted to watch it because he really likes the song in the trailer. So... Um, Less than a month. And, and yeah, month. I was just like, oh, yeah, it's a month away. Holy shit. Yeah, I'm ready for this shit. And then I was like, this, this was me, like, fucking a month and a half ago for Moon Knight. Like, we'll see. But I'm... See, I, I, I like Miss Marvel more than I like Moon Knight. So that's I'm true. High, yeah, that's hopes. fair. Yeah. Like one month until Miss Marvel, two until four. Like, Marvel's got us on, on, the, on the line here. It's yeah. Oh boy, yeah, it's, it's... Us in. and then and then maybe Black Panther two, supposedly. Maybe I'll believe supposedly. it when I see it. <laughs> I'll believe it when I see it. Like I think there was there's a quote going around from Martin Freeman when he talked about how it felt to be shooting it. So like there was shooting. Martin Freeman was there. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, mm, okay. Cool. <laughs> Guardians <laughs> three. Guardians three finished shooting this week as well. It's, yeah, it's, it's wrapped. It's, it's all fucking happening. It's all happening. Anyway, this isn't a Marvel podcast. No, it's not. Sometimes it is, but yeah. Sometimes it is. But like at some point, I think anyone who's got a podcast, it's temporarily like a Marvel podcast. It's some sort of- that if, is, if Such is the effect of Marvel. If you've got some sort of like pop culture like related podcast, then yeah, Marvel will bleed its way into there you, somewhere. You probably touch on Marvel. You can't escape them. So no. that's why it's better to sometimes just embrace it. Exactly. Yeah. Run with it. Just go with it. We just, yeah, we eat it up. 
We do. Anyway, I think it's time for us to move on to the quest log. Mission completed. Quest log. So the quest log is, of course, our what we've been playing segment uh, where we just talk about the games we're playing. And as I mentioned, I've, I've actually been able to play a game because I'm on holidays. But um, uh, is there anything you want to talk about, Joel, before? Because I've only played one. So I've got one game I'm okay. going to talk about. Um, uh, well, I'll kick it off by saying I have, I mean, probably, I think it was like three or four days after we, la- we recorded the last episode, I have finished Elden Ring. Um, Congratulations, Joel, you did. Yes, thank you. Thank I always you. believed. I always believed. Thank you. Yeah, no, it was, it was, it was a, uh, it was a, a roller coaster of emotions getting there, but, um, yeah, I, I, I mean, spoilers. <clears throat> uh, I mean, I think I almost feel like at least if you listen to this show, yeah, you might be outside of a realm of spoilers. I mean, if you care, I guess skip ahead. Yeah, skip ahead a little bit. But like, um, I beat Melina in a night and fucking shocked myself. And like, I, you know, I might have cheesed it in some ways. I might have had Tish. Might have done a lot of heavy lifting. But even then, like you know, I I, I still did it. And Are you kidding me? Like some, I mean, as I love I love Tish, but Tish can be a burden in that fight sometimes. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I had that, and I had there was something else I was using as well that was sort of I I was, I think I yeah I got I I um I ended up leveling up the Rivers of Blood, um katana. Oh okay. And so okay. yeah, hey, and you know if it works, it works. Look, it, no look, judgment here. If it works, look, it works. I exploited a strategy that I heard worked, and it does work. Um, it worked better. I can't, than... I can't be too salty because Melania herself is exploiting a lot of things. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was like, well, if you're gonna do that shit, then I'm gonna fuck around and and just wail on you with my fucking blood loss sword. Um, but yeah, I, I was I was pretty pretty stoked. So once I did that, I was like, all right, okay, cool. That is I, that, that was the hardest part of that game, and I, and I will not hear anyone say otherwise to me. Like nothing. Nothing I did in that game was harder than beating Melania. Nothing yep. held me up for as long. Like and there are bosses that I would sit there, I would, I would, I would fight for maybe an hour, but yep. I would, I would beat him. I'm like, oh, that's done. Okay. On we go. Yep. Melania was just like, no, you're staying here. Yeah. For like the next several hours, and also a second play session. I'm like, right. <laughs> yeah. Yes, Melania. Well, yeah, and, and like, and like I said, I, I did, I did exploit it a little way, but I used the tools that the game gave me, and that's, you know, and also. The information of the internet, I'm a, but I'm a, I'm a bit, I'm a bit bummed you missed the cool dragon fight, but that's fine. It's, uh, yeah, it's very, I'm a it's bit very bummed about that away. too. I did end up going and watching it, um, and I was like, oh man, fuck! <laughs> it's basically you just basically fight King Ghidorah with two heads. It's amazing. Yeah, I was like, this is fucking rad. I was like, oh, I'm yeah. sad I missed that Tele- teleporting dragon, which shoots like two massive lasers out. It was it's fucking sweet. awesome. Like, but anyway, I was like, oh, I've seen it. Okay, that's that's fine, I guess. But um. <laughs> I got to the I got to the end and I was like oh I you know I started trying to take like you know um take on the the end of that game and then it got to a point where I was like oh I'll have a couple more guys and I'll go to bed um and then like I got through to like the second phase and I'm like okay cool a couple more guys and I'll go to bed and then on my last like second last or last try that I was like I'll probably go to bed after this um I managed to just sort of. I just, it clicked. I saw the code. I saw that I, I was like Neo in the, like as cliche as it is, I, I, it all just clicked for me. And I went, I was like dodging left, right and center. And I was getting in there and like I managed to, Tish was alive still. And I'm like, okay, cool. Here we go. Like we're doing this. And then I like got that health bar down to a little bit, a little bit left. 
got those last couple of hits in it. And I, I said out loud to myself in my lounge room going, holy shit, I did it. Like, <laughs> um, and then, yeah, put the controller down. Well, selected my ending, and I, which I didn't realize that's what I was doing. And then um, put down the controller. I'm not, un, I'm not ha- unhappy about my ending. Let's put it that way. Oh, the Unlords, it's so boring. <laughs> I know, it's pretty cliche, but I'm like, ah, oh, I kind of fucking wanted to, I did all the work. I went, I went to the stars of Rani. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, that's, yeah, I did that as well. Like, and, and, and I, did, I did all the endings, but that's the one I left till last. I'm like, now this is the ending I want to be my last thing in the, uh, in the yeah. trophies. Although having said that, like the Frenzy Flame ending is pretty fucking Of a crazy. bad guy ending. <laughs> oh yeah. Like, and like that, that little. I, I burn the world. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I've been See, the <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And then um and then having fucking uh what's her name just be like Remember cool. Oh, only only if you do that oh. specific you have to you have to make sure that you have the frenzy flame in like locked in after the fire giant. If you do it yep. after that, you don't get that cutscene. Right. It's okay. important to remember that, you know, if you want to go for that. Like. Yeah. It's very dependent on that. On like, you have to actively betray her first for a, yeah. for it to reach that point. That fucking that narrative line. I would love to see that continue. That would be. Fucking I want cool. a DLC where I play it's Sekiro style. So I play as Melina. Like no mm-hmm. no customization. Just make me make her better. Yep. And just yeah, give me that. That's what I want as my DLC. That'd be um, fucking sick. That, I'm ready. That, I'm ready for that, that DLC, by the way, uh, from software. You want to get that announcement ready for Summer, summer Game Fest? Um, I've got my money ready for you. I mean, maybe, could be, but um, but yeah, I finished. So I finished Elden Ring, uh, and then when I finished that, I was like, "Cool, what do I play now?" And, and like a week before that, uh, Life is Strange: Two Colors came to Game Pass, so I was like, "Well, that's that's what I'm going to play next." Um. It's a good choice. It's a very, very good video game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, spoiler alert, I didn't play much of it because I played a few other things as well. But uh, I have I finished the first episode um, and I really like it. I think all the stuff that you've mentioned before when you've spoken about it on the show, like the new engine is working great. Oh, I'm playing- yeah, it's, it's, like I said, it's just good to see a Life is Strange game running yeah right like yeah the animations and the like make the um just the performances so much more convincing and the, uh, yeah the subtle sucked me in yeah the subtleties in like the facial capture as yeah, well like absolutely you get a lot more of that character instead of just sort of like blank stares and having to have the dialogue do all the the um the heavy exactly. lifting um but again I, I still love despite you know it's it's issues like life is strange one and before the storm i still love them yep but even the remastered versions, they're showing they're showing their age a bit for me, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, just I really like this new engine that's running yeah. True Colors. It's just great, and I mean, like the, the characters are just as lovable as ever. Um, and hey, I still have Haven Springs. So cozy. yeah, exactly. It's just a place I'm like, yeah, I want to fucking go there. It sounds great. Like it's yeah, I'd just chill out there. Go to a um, record store. Yeah, fucking hey, and you did. You give me the option to sit down and listen and sit at the listening post and listen to an entire indie record. <laughs> so then, good. Fuck yeah, I'm gonna sit there and listen That's to an right. entire indie record. I put the controller down. I'm just like, and, and not, not only did I do that because like, I was like, yeah, I've got something I'm gonna listen to. This. It's a fucking great song too. I was like, this is awesome. Like in, in True Colors, more than any other Life is Strange games. Obviously, there's always those moments where you can sort of sit down and just like chill. Mm-hmm. But I would I would exploit it constantly in True Colors, and I would sit there for like several minutes and just just vibe. I would just like the soundtrack's that good. I would let it uh, if uh, in the times where like the, the when you first get to Haven Springs and you can like look out, you look out over off the the bridge while you're waiting for Gabe to show up and and 
like it, 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 I will, I let it go through the entire cycle and then into the next cycle. I'm like, all right, cool. Now I'm ready to move on. Like yeah. it was at least like the full, full length of the song. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, I, I find I'm like reading more of the text messages and things like that a lot more as well. And like the, the, yeah. um, the Haven Springs Facebook. Uh, it's, it's a pretty good read. There's some good stuff in there. There are some really funny moments in there as well. Um, mostly at Gabe's expense, but, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, I won't go into spoilers, but I'm like, <laughs> it was like playing the game. I'm like, oh, this is lovely. And then something happened and I was like, oh God, that's right. I'm playing Life is Strange. Yeah. Like okay. I said to you, Joel, like, you know, you knew it was coming, but like, it's just, it's how quick it happens. That even when I was playing, I was like, the game, I was just like, what? Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. And I haven't gone past that point yet. And I'm like. <laughs> I'm still not sure how I feel about it because I feel like so, but it it I, re- I do appreciate how quickly it happens. You don't even get a chance to just like shit, and it, it, you don't even get to see Alex react either. No, it, it's like she you'll, you'll, you'll get a good idea of her headspace though. But like yeah. in the moment, it's just like it very it very much I think wanted to focus on the moment because obviously yeah. again without spoiling anything, other characters that are there. It you you have it it cuts it there I think so you get you get a second to sit there and be like. All right, so here's where's Alex is at, but where's the other character at as well? Because there's mm-hmm. obviously another character there. But um, yeah, it's yep. ew, I love I love it. I love True Colors. It's, it's a great game. Yeah, I'm I'm yeah I'm very much enjoying it, and I'm I this week I'm hopefully going to get back to it, um, and maybe knock over another episode or two, um, when I get some time. But uh, yeah, it's sitting there ready to go, and like it's yeah I'm playing on the Xbox Series S, and it yeah it runs pretty well. Like it, um. It runs, yeah. It's stable. Let's put it that way. Um, <laughs> I, I and I'm not Fair. saying that in a bad way. Being like it's stable, barely. Like it's it's fine. It runs fine. Like you could you could play it. It's not running at 60 frames or anything like that. But I'm not sure if it does on like you played on play, play, PlayStation Five, didn't you? Oh, that's a really good point. I don't remember. Yeah, because like I was curious about that, and I meant to ask you um, whether or not it does, but. It's, regardless, it's it's a fucking Life of Strange game. I'm not there for, for like, uh, you know, blistering FPS so I can uh, make split second choices. I'm there to like really absorb everything and 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 live in that world for a little bit. And yep, there, there was a patch for the PS5 version, so maybe it oh, came okay. out. It looks like it came out in October, so maybe I did play it in 60 frames. I don't remember now. That's how much it mattered to me, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it's, yeah. I wasn't in it for the frames, the frame rate. I wasn't in it for the story and the characters. Exactly. And, and like all the, like, yeah, the writing's great. It's just, yeah. Even the little, like, you know, Alex talking to herself in her head. I, I really like the, well, it's not spoilers in the trailers, but like the empath stuff. I really like how that's used. Yeah. I, I enjoyed so it far. as well. Um, I was, cause I, at first it's like, okay, cool. Interesting. You know. It's there no- are some, yeah, without giving anything away, there's some <laughs> very interesting uses of the power in the late episodes that honestly, like, I would sit there and be like, oh, let's do. Yeah. Let's do here. Well, I mean, even some of the choices that gives you in the first episode, it's, I was like, mm. oh, there's one in particular that, like, because I kind of knew where that narrative thread was going because of trailers yeah. and things. Um, yeah. I was like, oh, what do I do here? And I'm like, I sort of put myself in Alex's shoes and went, I would go with this option because i feel like this is how she would think about things um and yeah but you know uh yeah i'm excited to get back to that eventually 
um, hopefully this week. And what else did I play? I played a little bit of uh, Loot River that came out, like it just dropped on Game Pass last like last week or the week before. Last week. I was like, hey, Loot River's out. And I'm like, oh, that's that really cool indie game that I saw a trailer for, like I think at an Xbox press I feel last like, year. Joel, I hear that sentence from you a lot. <laughs> it's kind of my fucking MO. But um, <laughs> like, yeah, it was, uh, so Loot River is, it's like a top-down dungeon crawler roguelike. So again, you know, speaking my language, but um, entirely your shit. Yeah, exactly. Um, but the the hook with this one is um, there are certain most of the map is set based around like tiles that you when you walk onto them, you can use the right stick to manipulate them and maneuver them like left, right, up, and down. Um. So it basically becomes Tetris, and uh, sometimes, and eventually, as you go through it a little bit more as well, it it um it really sort of like there will be like cool, you need to get through this part here, but to do that, you've got to sort of almost do. And I hate these normally, but for some reason, I liked it in this um like those like tile shifting puzzles. Oh yeah, it's almost like that. But I'm like because I'm moving the world, like or I'm moving part of the map, it felt a bit yeah. different and they were never too taxing like they were always like you know they weren't and maybe later on they will get taxing but i don't think i think that's just like a little gimmick to the game um aside from that combat plays out again without sounding too cliche like a souls like it's you know you've got stamina meter you've got um you can like parry and do like um yeah if you parry them you can do like guard break moves and things like that as well deal massive damage um, you pick up items throughout your run and then you've got all your roguelike trappings where I think there might be some like permanent upgrades and stuff that you can access. I've only played it for like an hour or two. Um, but what I've played so far, I really like, um, I'm at the point now where I'm like, do I wait for this to come to switch now? Uh, and dive <laughs> back into it on there. Um, I don't know if there, I feel like it could run on switch. I, don't, I think visually it could, but I don't know if there's something under the hood. That's- I just... Every indie game like this, I feel like should be on Switch. Absolutely. And I'm I'm not saying that it's easy for those developers to do it or anything like that, but I just think it, it again, for games specifically that sound like that, I if I was to buy it and play it, it would be on Switch. Yeah. So like I mean, look, put it this way, like if this game had come out like launched on Switch, it would have been the game I played in my downtime of a night on my holiday away this weekend. Yeah. Like it would have been the only game that I played. Um, Cause it's like combat satisfying and, and um, yeah, it's, it's really cool. I like that. There's like an interesting, the vibe of the game as well has like a really cool sort of eerie kind of going for that, like from software vibe without being as, and I don't mean this in a bad way, but like as obtuse with its storytelling, it's pretty just like characters telling you things, but also, but just the, the feel of it, like, when you get into the hub area, there's this giant like stone head sticking out of the ground. And when you walk near it, its eyes glow. And I don't know why, but I'm like, that's fucking cool. Like it's, <laughs> I'm sure I'll find out soon. Like at some point why this is, why this is here. And then slowly more people show up in this hub area and they're like, oh, you're the person that you got brought back to life. And it's like, all right, yep. So like, it's got that feel of like mystery and danger and, and eeriness that, I sort of associate with like from software games, but uh, so yeah, it's out on game pass at the moment. I think it's on PC as well. Uh, and it's really good. I, like I said, I think I'm at the point now where I'm like, do I keep playing this here or 
do I wait for it to come to Switch? We'll see. But I, as soon as it comes to Switch, I definitely will be picking it up and playing it because I think it's it's definitely worth your time. Um, and then uh, very briefly, before I went away, I purchased two games. Um, one of them I haven't played much of because um, I really sort of need to sit down and read. And I had one night where I, I sort of did play like for a couple of hours and sort of get into it. Uh, and that game is uh, Citizen Sleeper. Um, so Citizen Sleeper is like basically like a tabletop RPG dice rolling narrative game. God, John, um, I'm, I'm, I'm begging you to play Disco Elysium. I, like I'm begging you. Yeah, look, I mean, after playing this and, and I'm begging for, for, you. For, for the couple of hours that I did, I was like, Oh, this kind of reminds me of Disco Elysium from what Kyron's told me. Um, I'm begging you. That so, game is so good. Yeah. And so it, I, think, I don't know how the Switch version runs, but the Switch version was on sale recently. Ah, okay. Uh, next time it goes on sale, I'll pick it up. I'll pick it up and I'll, I'll, I'll put some time into it's it. But so um, good. Citizen Sleep is really cool. It's like set on this sort of like a floating ring space station thing. And you play like, uh, what, uh, like uh, as a character called like a sleeper. Um, which from what I've gathered from the storyline so far is pretty dense, um, is that sleepers are sort of, you, you are being kept in like a facility somewhere by this like, evil megacorp or something. Um, if you haven't guessed already, it's very cyberpunkish. Um, and you, uh, like they project your consciousness into di- like shells basically. And they're known as sleepers. Um, and basically you've been trying to escape and you finally have, and you're on this space station, you're trying to figure out, I don't know what yet, because um, I've only played for a couple of hours. But uh, basically, it's sort of like a day cycle. and uh, You can do a certain amount of actions within the day. Um, to do certain actions, sometimes you'll have to have, you'll have like a, a, like a dice pool at the top. Um, and it sort of, when you wake up for the day, it rolls those dice and it's like, cool, you've got like a two, three sixes, or two, a six, and two fives or whatever. Um, and you can go to different areas around this space station and spend those dice to potentially successfully or unsuccessfully complete tasks and get more information um, and sort of play out your character and, and build your adventure and find out more what's going on in the story. Um, it's yeah. Like it's, it's a fair, it's a fair bit of reading. Um, and so if you're not into that, it's probably not your game, but if you're into tabletop RPGs, you're probably into that. So, uh, yeah, this is very much like that. And I did have the thought of like, from what I have seen and what I have heard about people talking about Disco Elysium, it feels very similar. Um, God, Disco Elysium is still the best written game I've played. Yeah, in so many years, it's not even funny. I feel like this one's being it's it's being very like. We want to be like super, like heady sci-fi cyberpunk, um, and it, it it's doing that pretty well. But like for for a a dummy like me, sometimes I'm just like, what? Okay, cool. Um, but it's really cool. Um, the character art for like the different characters that you talk to and your own character um, is really cool. It's almost got like a anime graffiti hand drawn scroll style to it. It's it's really cool. Um, but yeah, if you like some like fun cyberpunk sci-fi stuff um, and you've played Disco Elysium or you like that kind of game, I feel like, yeah, Citizen, Citizen Sleepers are definitely worth checking out. 
And um, if, if you haven't played Disco Elysium, once again, let me remind you to play Disco Elysium. <laughs> it's, th- it's been several years now, so I feel like most of the people who wanted to would have. But just in case there's some stragglers who haven't played it yet. Uh, it's me. Um, so, yeah, it's so yeah. good. Yeah. It's um, so good. I believe Citizen Sleeper is also on Game Pass at the moment as well. So if you have Game Pass and you're like, that sounds interesting, but I don't know if I want to drop the cash on it, do that. Um, I was just looking for something else to play apart from this other game that I, I bought um, on Switch um, over the weekend, and I ended up playing this game more. Uh, it's a very old game. It's called Rogue Legacy. It's another roguelike. Uh, it's one of the roguelikes that people put up there on the pedestal with things like Binding of Isaac and Enter the Gungeon and all I mean, those. I, I played my fair share of Rogue Legacy when it was a plus game mm. on PS4. Yeah, I played it on Vita a fair bit. Like, I, the first time I played it, I played it a lot on Vita. Was it on PS4 or PS3? I don't even remember now. It might have been a cross-gen one. Let's have a quick look. How old is this game going to make me feel? It's, yeah, it's fairly old now. Um, I know it's, I know that. It's uh, The reason I started playing it is because uh, Rogue Legacy 2 just came out of Early Access. Oh. oh. How long ago was it, Kyron? Oh. It's saying here that it came out in 2013. <laughs> Oh my god! So nearly nearly ten full years. Oh my nearly god, Jesus! Um, so anyway, I do feel old. That's great. Awesome. Watch me shrivel up and die like one of the skeletons in Raiders of the Lost Ark. Um, Jesus Christ! Yeah. So uh, I, I yeah I picked it up because Rogue Legacy Two just came out and it's on Xbox and PC only at the moment. Um, and I was like, oh, Rogue Legacy. That's a that's a roguelike that I never made a lot of progress in. So I was like, I'll see how much it is on the Switch. It was going for $5. I had like 750 coin, gold coins. So I'm like, I'm going to get this game for free. <laughs> so I, I I did that. And that was the game that I played most in my downtime over the weekend. What a twist. <laughs> um, just because it was a roguelike, I could chuck a podcast on in the background. So I could listen to Kind of Funny talk about Doctor, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, which is what I did. Um, and... Yeah, it's it's great. Like it's really good. It plays really well. Um, apart from the fact that my Joy-Con's drifting again, but that made things difficult sometimes. But uh, oh no! Yeah, I know. I'm like, oh, gotta love those. It. Uh, love the quality Joy Cons that Nintendo still producing to this day. Well, well, this is after I'd already replaced the stick in it. I've already done. A, I've already done an autopsy on that. Like a, a not a day transplant. goes by when I'm using my fancy Switch OLED in handheld. I'm like, any day now, these could start drifting. It could just yep. happen. And yep. it just it breaks my heart. I'm like, I fixed it the first time. I was like, I did it. Awesome. I I've, did it. I, I fucking, you know, fuck you, Nintendo. I stuck it to you. And then they're like, nah. And the one we'll said, just, nah, do it again. <laughs> nah. Go spend another. Round two, s- baby. Another $7 on, on gear to fix it. I'm like, I mean, okay, technically, I guess fine. it's still cheaper than another 110 or 20 odd dollar. It is. And Joy-Cons, it's like, but they're going to drift anyway. They're going to exactly, drift anyway. Exactly. And if I fuck them up, then it's like, well, then I'll go buy the fucking yeah, exactly. 120 ones. If I can Cross fix that bridge it, when you get to it. <laughs> exactly. I've done both of mine now. Both of my sticks have been replaced, but this one's just started playing up. So again, um, but yeah, it, it's great. Like uh, Rogue Legacy's like whole hook is that you're playing as like a character's a- and it's successes basically. So when you die, you play as like the next generation uh, and you pick your class. It's like randomized from like three different, um, you get three different like randomized options basically. Um, and you pick your character and you go through and, and try and get through 
this dungeon castle slash forest slash tower slash dark depths of hell. Um, I've made barely any progress. I've unlocked characters and I've made a fair progress to like, it has this really cool thing when you, when you finish a run, you go to like, you have like this sort of castle overworld thing that you can, which are all your permanent upgrades. So that's where you can unlock characters. And when you unlock, like put one point into one of those areas, it'll maybe sprout a couple more options for different things. Um, and then you can get all different kinds of things like, you know, uh, there's stuff like death defy. So it gives you like a very small chance, like a percentage chance of when you get killed in a dungeon, you come back to life with like, I think 30% health or something like that. So you can sort of like bamf out and, uh, and, and try and heal up a little bit and whatnot. Um, and then you can upgrade like your base weapon stats and magic damage and health and mana and all that kind of stuff. Um, and then, yeah, like I, speaking of like writing in games, there's not much, I mean, there's a fair bit of writing cause there's journal entries that you pick up and, and they're pretty good, but like the flavor text on some of the, uh, like different modifiers that you'll have to your character are really interesting and really fun. Some of them have no gameplay impact at all. And I think there's one, I think that this was the game where they, they put it in there just as like a bit of a fuck you for people. Um, your character can randomly just be attracted to the same sex. It'll be just be like, cool. It's like, you know, it'll be a male character and it's like, um, like trait, um, like gay. And it's like, you are a fan of the man and that's it. There's no, there's no gameplay or mechanical reason for that trait, but it's just there just to be like, yeah, your character's gay. And it's like, sick. Awesome. Let's go. Like, I, I love that. It's, it's really, really cool. Um, but yeah, and it's, it's it's a fun game. I haven't beaten any of the bosses yet. I've tried. I got really close with the first one the other night, um, and then yeah, got a little a little bit too cocky. I was like, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Oh no, I'm dead. Okay, cool. Well, back to square one. Oh, I blew it. <laughs> Basically, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's great. And like again, the, these games. We've said it so many times already. Just on this episode alone, this game is perfect for the Switch because you can just pick it up. You can play it anywhere. A run, like, especially early game, won't last longer than a couple of minutes because especially when you're trying to figure out how the game works um, and before you start unlocking some of those permanent upgrades and different, because um, there's different uh, runes and, like, equipment upgrades as well that give you permanent buffs. Um, and they can stack as well, which is really cool. So at the moment I've got a, a, a rune that I can fly for like I think two seconds. Um, so I basically when I jump in the air, if I hit it again, I'll start, I can fly <laughs> and just fly around, which is really handy. Um, and then I've also got like um, HP and MP like drain. So like when I kill an enemy, I get like a tiny little bit of health and mana back. Um, so once you start sort of getting into it, I guess it's just getting over that initial wall of like, Getting enough I mean, money to start it's unlocking the same stuff. As like a, a lot of roguelikes, really. Yeah, it's it's a lot of like beating your head against a brick wall. But like, if you like doing that sort of thing and you like playing these sort of games, it's a two D side scroller, by the way. If you don't know what Rogue Legacy is, um, if you like doing those, then you've probably already played it. But if you haven't, Rogue Legacy is definitely worth looking at. Um, it's sort of one of those like grandfathers of the the rebirth of like roguelike games. 
in the indie space these days. Um, but yeah, yeah. I feel like when the first Rogue Legacy came out, um, the space wasn't so crowded, which I think is why even I played no. it, even though yeah, I never, I never, I never have a higher success rate with these kind of games. But I remember liking the first Rogue Legacy, and I had been curious about the second one, but yeah, only on PC and Xbox. So yeah, yeah, just hanging out for that Switch release. It's great, and like you know, anytime I hear, if I see anyone saying like you know, oh another Rogue like, and it's like, well, yeah, but then without having the market flooded with different things, we wouldn't get Hades. So, and we have the Hades best, now. And it's, the best roguelike. It is the best roguelike. It's, it is the most accessible and it is the best roguelike. Um, I briefly tried, um, Curse of the Whatever Gods. Oh, Curse of the Dead Gods. Yeah. Played it for like 20 minutes. and was like, nah. <laughs> I, I had a no. go. At, I did the same thing on, on Game Pass when it came out on there. And I'm like, no. this is really good. And it's in my wish list on Switch. I'm like, I could get into this, but it's like, <laughs> it's like the opposite of Hades where it, it, Hades is very like forgiving in some ways, in some aspects. Um, and that like death is sort of like, you know, a chance to learn new information or get some new upgrades or whatever. Um, whereas that's just like, cool. You're doing really well in this run. Let's give you four curses, like, and, and, and make oh, it progress, even harder. You, you progress for a room. Here's a curse. What? Yep. Yep. What? Wait, hang yep. on. <laughs> Yeah. I succeeded. Yeah, you succeeded. So here's a curse. It's it's like a roguelike oh. for people who like just being kicked in the face just, and just punished, punished for your success. I kind I kind of liked it. I liked the vibe of it, and I liked um, the I setting. I couldn't the controls. The controls just bugged me. Yeah, it it's not perfect, and I, I think that's why I haven't bothered to revisit it again. But anyway, Rogue Legacy is definitely worth your time. Like it's. I don't think it's on sale anymore on Switch, but it was going for like five bucks, but it's pretty regularly on it'll, sale. It'll be five bucks again. <laughs> yeah. Like, and I'm like, five bucks for that is pretty That's good. That's a, that game is sale bait. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, Check it on your wish list and keep an eye on it. Yep. It was funny because like, I, I, I saw that they were having the, you know, the action packed sale on the Switch and I was like, oh, cool. And I saw about Rogue Legacy 2 and I'm like, oh, it's not on Switch yet. I wonder if the first one's on sale because, you know. Second one's out. Maybe they're doing a sale on the first one. And yeah, it was just like, it's 75% off. I'm like, cool. Thank you. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I think that's that's my <laughs> gaming. Your, your grab bag? My grab bag of shit that I've just been fucking around with at the moment. So tell me what you've been playing, Kyron. Well, while you were going, actually, I do remember two things I want to quickly bring up before I talk about the main game. I have finished Kirby. Well, I mean, I finished nice. Kirby. I, I reached initial credits on Kirby. Now I'm going through the pain of 100%ing it to fight the true final, whatever boss that Kirby games love having. It's like, right. oh yeah, cool. I beat King DDD. Now fight this nightmare god. Cool. Sounds about right. Yeah. All fine. All good. Uh, but yeah, Kirby's still very good. And I have been actively participating in the last week in the Guardian games in Destiny 2. I did say that was happening. Uh, desperately trying to help the titans win failing miserably because who am i kidding it was always going to be the hunters or the, or the uh, warlocks anyway seems so like the it. warlocks have got this pretty much wrapped up from what i saw well week one they did they had the um they had the, the crowd behind them because everyone was i think don't quote me on this i could be wrong i feel like the hunters won the last one of the last two so everyone's just like and the titans have won as well but the warlocks haven't so okay. everyone was jumping on their warlock accounts and and um bringing them up right but um that's been fun just like running strikes banking medals and the tower looks glorious, and there's a bunch of very cool stuff. It's very risky in the uh, bright, the, the uh, silver store. But that's been a good, a good reason to go to continue uh, grinding out. Just the last 
three weeks of this first season of Destiny 2 The Witch Queen. And uh, then we're on to season, the second season. So Fuck who yeah. knows if that is, but I haven't announced it yet. Still season 17, like season of the redacted, but um, that's been great. But the main game I've been playing is Ghostwire Tokyo, uh, which I only picked up because it was on Am- it was like half price on Amazon. I was like, mm-hmm. uh, I got like a week, I got I got like a month off. I'll I'll pick up Ghostwire Tokyo. I'll give it a shot because I-, I was always curious about it. But the more I saw it, I was like, I don't really want to buy it at full price. So you know, yeah. I want to yeah. I want to get this on a bit of a discount. <laughs> and, <laughs> and if I'm being completely honest, it's a good call. Okay, good call. all right, cool. Um, look, I'm liking it. It's a fine game. Uh, maybe too much of a game. Because, um, like, I knew... So, so if you don't know what, what Ghostwire Tokyo is, Ghostwire Tokyo was a first-person game. Um, I would say the closest comparison would be a, 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 an FPS, really, because you are largely going to be running around and shooting magic out of one, your, your hands or cool, like Naruto, like, hand... Like, Doctor Strange sometimes, like, yeah. hand movements, or a bow. So I would say that's probably the closest thing. Um, but the main hook really, because that stuff is all pretty cool, but it's also just about running around a haunted Tokyo and busting spirits and ghosts. And that's just cool. Like, it's just, it's a cool thing. I love doing it. <laughs> a haunted deserted Tokyo too. Like, it's yeah, yeah. Like- well, deserted, well, yeah. Cause, cause to, to give an idea of the, um, the start of the plot, basically how this game starts is your character is, is literally in like a fatal accident and this other spirit jumps into your body who you soon learn is like connected to the main baddie and a whole lot. And obviously the greater, the, the bigger picture situation, but you only really survived because this guy possessed you and he kept you alive. And now, and it starts off very much like antagonistic and him being like, I can take control of his body if I want. And you're like, no, don't. And you sort of butt heads for a bit before, you know, having a common goal to work towards. And then it's sort of grown from there. Uh, but there's this big baddie who is in the uh, cover art. You see plastered everywhere with his fucking mask on has basically managed to like get this bring in this this fog that's turned everyone like basically stolen the souls and the spirits of everyone in Tokyo. So you'll see like piles of clothing scattered everywhere through the city in various places, streets, yeah. shops, toilets, stairwells and stuff like that. I still remember and, that initial re- like reveal trailer of like just people disappearing mm. and like going, "Whoa, what the fuck is this?" Yeah, this is and crazy. you can, and you like you find notes and stuff and and that's it's like I wouldn't say it's mind-blowing, but it's interesting sometimes to check, read a text message that's talking about how they're inside a building and uh, there's, you know, because the fog obviously didn't just appear, it moved in. So they, they describe the process of being inside a building and seeing the fog coming in and just like people vanishing and their clothes just sort of falling to the ground. And it's, Jesus, it's interesting. Yeah. It's in it. Like, so what I love about this game is gen- genuinely the vibes are very much a, a vibe that I love. Like okay. I'm running around this haunted city that's tokyo so of course i love it like who doesn't want to you know run through shibuya scramble like a scramble crossing busting spirits it's just a fun thing to do fuck yeah (laughs) but japanese ghostbusters fuck yeah let's go yeah really with like again cool naruto hand singles where you like shoot like magic it's great and then like you rip their cores out with it like again no joke it's after watching Doctor Strange, I was like, oh, that's what it reminds me of. Right. Because you, like, shoot at this, like, orange, like, string light and you sort of, like, rip their cores out with hand signals. I'm like, just trying to see Doctor Strange. Fuck yeah. Um, but the problem comes into it that it is open world. Okay. And that is where I feel like, I'm like, okay, I really wish this wasn't open world. Because, and again, it's entirely my fault. I don't have to play it like this. 
but it's filled with like things to collect and mm. um you've got to it's i have a love-hate relationship with one of the collectibles because basically one of the things you can do is you can go and you can save basically all the souls from that have been taken in tokyo like they're scattered throughout the entire city right and um there's two hundred fifty thousand of them and you get them in batches of like a hundred or seven hundred, okay. depending on what what on what activity or what one you find. So you don't go one 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 one. Okay. But um, okay. basically, it's, it's kind of cool. I kind of love the idea of doing that, like going around and getting all these spirits back. But also, I hate it so much. <laughs> <laughs> like I open up my my cool. I just banks like because you get you um you've got these little paper. I'm forgetting their names. Like these little paper things. Are they on this Wikipedia here? No. Basically, they, they, you you store the souls in them, and you. Because the guys, the guys who possessed you was with this organization that was preparing for this moment, and they worked out some fucking whatever hokey pokey magic, magic <laughs> phone technology to like digitize these spirits and stash them until you can you know beat the bad guy and save the day. So that's what you're doing. You're basically transferring them, these spirits into the phone, and I love the idea of doing that for everyone in Tokyo. But I will do a massive drop. I'm like, cool. How did I do? And I open up my map. And it's like, cool. You said like what? Like maybe maybe a thousand. Like a thousand? Oh god! There's so many more than that. Oh. And again, like I said, there are some times when you do a particularly like if you do a hard side quest, you might get fifteen hundred, or you might do a big fight on the rooftop and get like three or four batches of seven hundred. So it, it 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 adds up, but it definitely at some points feels like a, a snail pace crawler. I'm like, I love this idea. I just wish it was executed better. Yeah, because goddamn, it's hard though because like it seems like they've committed to the idea is like no, you're saving all of Tokyo. You're, like, you're saving all of Tokyo. I'm like you don't have to. To be fair, you don't. You can you can ignore them. You I, don't have to do any of this. Which I would kind of be curious to see if it's got a unique ending for that. Mm. I don't know. It'd be funny to get them be like, cool, well you won. Uh, but you didn't save anyone. So yeah, I don't know. You kind yeah. of did, I guess. Half <laughs> half the city is still gone like yeah, just, just gone gone like there is a trophy that says that specifically mentions like beat the game after saving everyone all the spirits so i'm guessing there's at least a different ending for that but um i would be curious okay. to know if you can get a, a, a new ending for just being like ah screw it i'm not gonna help anyone right. um but it is it is very it's filled with like just japanese culture and myth mythological stuff with a lot of these spirits as well like i would be like is that a real thing that they, they had and i would google I'm like jesus christ it was that shit is fucked Oh yeah, some fucking weird shit. Like, I was saying to my my houseman, I'm like, this is like Japan. That's how we know the ghosts aren't real. <laughs> yeah, yep. Because their their shit's fucked, man. Oh yeah. Um, speaking of ghosts, like, what's what's the spooky factor on this for a big baby like me? What's the spooky factor? It's tough. I would say, right, the general running around the city stuff, not too scary. I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. There are some cool things it does, like, but it's like, again, I just, I love the vibe. It's reminded me how much I do love sort of, you know, the East, the East sort of take on horror and the things that they, they use to scare people. Right. Um, I would say it's not super scary. You might get some jumps in some of the, like the side missions that have been, and they've honestly been some of my favorite parts of the game. Right. Like there's one that talks about, there's this is some child who needed to have like an eye transplant. Oh, and fucking they talk you about said, every you said two things already know, that's I like know. that's like the 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 prime horror bait that you said children and stuff with the eyes yeah so you go into his hospital and there's this kid, kid who had um had an eye transplant and she talks about how i think i can't if it's a he or she but either way the, the, the young child talks about how every time they close their eyes they see this woman in red 
and you're like, how am I going to fix it? It turns out the solution was the person who had the eyes before them was like haunted by this this woman and oh, cool. that transferred into the kid. So you have to Sick. sort of go in there and sort of, and like ghost bust that shit out of there. And it's actually what, that was one of the first ones that I Googled. I'm like, is this a real thing that Japan believed in? And it was. I'm gonna probably going to butcher the um, pronunciation, but it's um, Kuchisaki Ona. And it's or translated roughly is the slit mouthed woman. Oh my god! So here's the here's the diagnosis. So this character, this is a, a spirit or a monster that sort of you have a conversation with this character, right? They're wearing a mask. It's a tall woman has scissors, and I it's again reading this. I'm like, man, yeah, this is how we know we're we're all good. So this 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 creature will this woman will ask you. She'll ask you if you're pre- if she's pretty. Okay. And if you say no, right. she'll kill you with the scissors. All right. And if you say yes, she'll take her mask off and reveal her slit mouth, like, and and she goes, "How about now?" And if you say no, then she'll cut you in half. Uh, if you say yes, she'll then slit your mouth so it looks like hers. <laughs> I'm like, See? all right, yeah, cool, awesome, awesome, great. Uh, and yeah, like it's been super cool reading up on a lot of this stuff. The game actually goes to a lot. It clearly, I mean, obviously, it was made in Japan, but they clearly are so interested in a lot of this stuff because there's a yeah. lot, it's pretty dense for a lot of it and goes into a lot of that. But um, yeah, this is the spirits and stuff. And it's on top of that, you know, you got you, you can, they all sort of turn into the same dumb thing, which sucks. Like, cause it has a skill tree as well because it's open world because yeah, of course it does. Exactly. Of course yeah. it does. And like, I don't, I don't feel compelled to do any of the upgrades, but I'm doing them anyway, which is disappointing. But sometimes the skill progress will be up, up like blocked by little, Magamatas, I think they're called, which are little charms, mm-hmm. and you get them from a, a variety of things. And it was one thing where I thought it would be cool if they were different, but they're not. And again, they incorporate a lot of like Japanese mythology into it. There's like yokais and kodamas and all sorts of all these and kappas, and and they're all really cool when you you get them in different ways. But they all turn into that one thing that you then just use to unlock skills in your skill tree. I'm like, oh, right. Just, there's a lot of stuff that I love about this game. And I, I feel like I'd, if I was to fix it, I just would not make it open world because it's okay. there's cool stuff here. Make it crap. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, it's hard. I guess because I keep like I, you go and I, I cleanse a Tory gate and it's quite cool. Here's more of a map, and I'm like, oh, there's a new side quest. There's an, there's, my, there's more new collectibles. It's it's sometimes very Ubisoft when you zoom out and right. Yep. And it's just like it's. I don't know. I just. I wish it had been done differently because I, at its core, I love this game. I genuinely think it's very good. I just think that maybe there's too much. Like it's too packed right. and it could have been a bit slimmer and maybe it's been a bit more direct. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I haven't finished it yet. So I'm in mean, like chapter three and I think there's like six or seven chapters. Okay. But I keep getting distracted because I'm saving all these damn spirits. So I'm like, oh, I'll, you know what? I'll do a story mission tonight. I'll, I'll rescue that spirit. I'll go get that spirit up there as well. I'll get this one on that roof. I'll get that. And the next thing I know, I've like been yep. daisy chained several blocks back and I'm like, ah, shit. Yep. Yep. That sounds well, I guess I'll right. go bank these spirits and then start again. Yep. No, that sounds about right. Um, but again, I do, I do like the game. This Tokyo looks incredible. Um, the spirits are great. Like all the, all the classics are there. Just like, yeah. The creepy, like, the guys in suits with umbrellas that have no eyes but have a mouth. There's, like, headless schoolgirls running around. Um, all, all the fun things. All the awesome. fun things that you love about it. Like, there's yeah. ghosts. Yeah, it's it's good. It's just something's missing for that makes it great. And I think it's for the, the um, open world sort of cramming it maybe too much. 
Interesting. Over, and they're just bloating it more than anything. Yeah, yeah. It's really like they're like, oh, we can't, just because we can do all this stuff doesn't mean we probably should. And it seems like they, they were trying to do that to service the idea of like, I know you said it's optional, but like you're trying to bring back everyone. So yeah. like they've gone, oh, that's, that's our general like conception of this idea. But to do that, we've got to have this open world and then we're going to, oh, we're going to have these collectibles. Then we should yeah. have a skill tree because it's an open world game and people will expect that. Yeah. It sort of seems like it's It just feels like just kept getting soft stacked stacked and stacked and stacked and mm. I know as I'm playing it I'm like there is a good game here okay I think it needs to sort of be stripped back and like yeah I would I mean I, I don't know if this is going to get a sequel at this point because this is one of the uh, this is a final game in the uh, PlayStation um, Bethesda deals yeah so who true. knows yeah uh, but I would not be opposed to a second run at this idea because I think it's this. I love I love the core of this game Right. It's entirely my shit. <laughs> yeah. It's just all the unnecessary extras just add up and then overburden it and I get distracted and I run f- five blocks in the wrong direction and go, I'm I'm not going back tonight. I'm saving here. <laughs> <laughs> I am curious about it. I, w- I, I think I want to check it out at some point, but... Well, I have a physical copy, Joel. <laughs> all right. Well, maybe maybe I'll do that then. Um. But that's cool. yeah. That's that's been the main thing I've been playing, apart from those other distractions I mentioned. Yeah, just waiting for more games. There's plenty on the horizon. Yep. But Ghostwire's just been my holiday game. That's fair. Uh, nice. But but I think that's it for our quest log, um, and we're actually going to move across now to our next seg- segment, which um isn't going to be a dope or nope because we've, we've only got a few stories, but it's really not even worth putting them to the the dope or nope vote because nah. they're pretty big talking points. Uh. So let's just get out of the way and head over to the bonus round. Bonus round. So our bonus round is, of course, whatever the hell we want it to be. And as I said before, the uh, transition, we're doing, we're just gonna, we've got stuff to talk about here. Yeah. And there's no point dope on opening it because it's just, it's one very big story and one thing we're both pretty excited about because we're, we're just, we love this particular aspect of June. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so first up, first up, we've got a relatively big bombshell. This one, this dropped on, oh, it was just last week. And that is Square Enix sold off most of its Western studios. Yeah. Most, most, notably Crystal Dynamics and Eidos. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not, I don't think it's surprising, but I still think it's big. Like when I saw it, was, I was, it was one of those things that when I read it, I was like, Wow. I mean, I get it, but wow. And there are some, like, extra factors to it as well. Like, so they sold it to Embracer, who... Yes. Um, they they are bought... building... A, they've built themselves up a nice tower of classics. Yeah, they have. So m- most noticeably there, I think they've bought, like, Gearbox. Um, and I'm trying to figure out who else they bought as well. But um, I'm going to pull up their Wikipedia page, because they own a lot of stuff now. They really do. They own quite a lot. Um. And also, like, on top of that, they purchased these uh, uh, Western Studios and over 50 intellectual properties for $300 million, which is, in the grand scheme of things, not a lot of money, really. $300 million for Tomb Raider. (laughs) Yeah, like, yeah. Tomb Raider and then Deus Ex as well, like... Deus Ex, yeah. 
Um, I mean, not 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 necessarily a, a money maker, but definitely popular. But Tomb Raider, man, Tomb Raider, legendary franchise. Yeah. So I've got their list here. I've got the list of subs the subsidiaries <clears throat> that Embracer Group has, and there's a lot. I'll try to see if there's any that stick out at me. Like obviously, as you mentioned, they've got um, they've got Gearbox. All of Gearbox. They got Coffee Stain Holding. I love a lot of the Coffee Stain games. Okay. Yeah. Kosh Media. Wow. Saber Interactive. Jesus. Oh, of course, because they were they were Nordic games. So they've got THQ Nordic as well. That's right. And yeah, now they've got Crystal Dynamics and Idos. Yeah. I think the biggest disservice and crime out of this is this we're definitely not gonna get another Guardians of the Galaxy game. And that makes me fucking furious. It's I mean, I don't think it's completely off the table. But yeah. it, does, it does require Disney to now talk to Embracer and company. Yeah. And, oh, man. I guess, I guess Disney and Mar- slash Marvel. Man, just do it. Guardians of the Galaxy was so good. And, you know, you know the funny thing? You know the absolutely funny thing about all of this, right? I remember so distinctly, I would I watched that Guardians of the Ga- Galaxy trailer, that real, the reality three, and I was like, look, I don't like this reveal, but mostly... What I want from Idos is a new Deus Ex. Right. And then I played Guardians of the Galaxy and it was really good. And I was like, man, I wouldn't mind another Guardians of the Galaxy. And then Square sells off Idos and we're probably going to get another Deus Ex. Yeah, well, yeah, okay. Sure. Sure. <laughs> so okay. Fine. In a weird way, I'm still happy, but like, Fine. I also now I'm a bit. Because I, w- I would like a second Guardians game. I would fucking that. love it. I, I would know, love I another know. Guardians game. Like, oh, God, just. Hook it to my veins, please. That would be amazing. And and the fate of Avengers sort of up in the air as well. Yeah, well, that's also very curious. I mean, like, it's been sort of the butt of many a joke since launch, I guess. Um, I mean, if you, if you want an idea as to why they sold them, um, where's the tweet? I have a tweet here from um <clears throat> from good old Daniel Ahmed or Z Huge X, as everyone on Twitter would know him. And he basically he broke down that it's it could be attributed a lot to the they spent a lot of money on these games and got a very low return. Mm-hmm. He, he's got a he posted a um a, a, from the uh, reportings that that refer- that talks about how Crystal Dynamics had a profit margin of three point six percent in twenty twenty one, whilst Idas Montreal had a profit margin of zero point six five percent in twenty twenty one, whereas Square Enix as a whole had an operating income margin of fourteen point two percent last year. So they definitely weren't they were spent. The games cost a lot of money. And we're sort of making it back. Now, we always talk about how Square Enix is just like, uh, didn't live up to expectations a lot of the time. <laughs> and um, so it's not, it, that's why when I read this headline, I was like, like, I get it. But yeah, still, it was still kind of shocking to see it go for $300 million. Yeah. Um, it's probably also- Embrace is pumped. <laughs> fucking A. They're just like, deal of they're, the century. They're, they're getting these back catalog titles ready. You like, know what? And- that could be good, right? Because there's classic Deus Ex games. They specifically mention Legacy of Kane. Yes. So I have to imagine someone in Embracer is just like the biggest Legacy of Kane fan. They're like, we can get that for three hundred million. Buy it. Legacy Buy of Kane now. Legacy of Kane and Thief as well. There's another one. Thief that was, is in there. Yeah. Mentioned. Um, and people are obviously talking about how this is probably why back at that Unreal thing. Crystal Dynamics is like, hey, we're making a new Tomb Raider on Unreal Engine Five. Probably Square's being like, let's not make it. Look more valuable, please. Yeah, right. <laughs> we want to get rid of you. It's... And I guess this was the deal, but we're like, all right, $300 million it is. You know what? I hope, I hope, just to stick it to Square Enix a little bit, I hope that fucking Embracer go, yeah, sure, Crystal Dynamics, 
make a second Guardians game. And with all the positive uh, press... Idos. Idos. Oh, sorry, Idos. Um, Crystal Dynamics was Avengers. Avengers, yep. Idos, make, it, make another Guardians game. And, and with all this positive press that they've got from the first game being really fucking good and, like, reviewing pretty well and being sort of, like, you know, pretty popular with the general masses that played it... Um, the second time comes around and it's like, oh, look, you know, and it's out on Game Pass at the moment, so a lot more people are playing it now. And it comes out and I mean, it just fucking, it skyrockets and sells heaps and they're just like, fuck you. I just, I can only, I just imagine Square Enix trying to look over the pile of money from Final Fantasy 16 being like, oh, good for them, I guess. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I mean, like, this is all just this is all just serving my fantasy of just having another Guardians of the Galaxy game. I know, like, and look, it's, again, it's not the table, but I just feel like in the ultimate twist, like I reckon my what I wanted last year, I'm probably gonna get. <sighs> God damn it! Well, maybe, hopefully, I don't know. I just I I want I just want another Guardians game. They're just like the fucking the ride that's opening up at Epcot in in um Walt Disney World in Florida opens in like two weeks time and they had like media previews for it this week. I'm just like, right. Guardians of the Galaxy three is finished filming. I'm just like, let's go get a holiday special this year. I'm like, fucking more guardians. Let's go. <sighs> yeah. yeah. I don't know. I guess it depends on how much the, I, the IP, the license will cost and whether or not embraces willing to, I mean, I've got so many people, right? They're making, they're, they're, they're in it for the money. It's a pretty, they just might, they might be like, eh, Never day sex. So. It's pretty expensive. A pretty expensive game because yeah, you've got to talk to Disney and Marvel. You've also got to try and secure rights to a bunch of songs because that's kind of kind of comes or, with the territory. And also be willing if they want to do it again to do more original music, which is no doubt going to cost money. Yep. Yep. So, true. Yeah. It's yeah. I can imagine it being a very expensive um outing, and they Embracer might not be interested. Yep. But who knows? Who knows? It's gonna. It's. I would say I would say I don't see it happening, but crazy things have happened like this. This yeah, happened, and I'm, even though it was one of those headlines, I again read and was like, "I get it," but wow, it's uh, not all. There were, there were some titles that were sort of left. It squares not, not letting go of all of stuff. They're keeping some things. One, I'm just like, really okay, all right. You really believing in that? All right, yeah, just cause. <laughs> no outriders. Oh. I would say Just Cause as well, though. I mean, Just Cause as well. But I like, think I saw a headline. Did um, Outrise didn't even break even last year? No, it, it didn't. Like that's the thing. Like Just Cause, oh, at man. least a lot of people just go, and it makes good content. Like you know what I mean. Like all those videos of like people like stringing together cows and then launching yeah. them from helicopters and all, like it's fun to watch and it makes good content. So a lot of hey. like people, like content creators, but, get. A, deal out of let's, it let's let's see maybe i think square might be giving out riders this expansion that's coming up they're giving that a chance and then we'll see what happens after that they're like hey embrace it you want this for like five bucks <laughs> yeah, yeah for five. chuck us a chuck us a tenner and we'll fucking you can have outriders um, i always feel like embrace it buys based on ip so who who makes outriders is it um people can fly Five bucks might might be what embraceable. That's what I said. Yeah, that's what I thought. I mean, I played. Uh, it. Yes. I wanted to like Outriders. I was like, I played a bit of it, and I was like, this is fine. I, the demo was fun, and I heard good things. But it, you had to be willing to be like, okay, this is a looter shooter that has an end. It's not a. It's not a destiny. It's not. Yeah, it's, it's not, not a living a, game. You finish it, and you're like, you're done. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Walk away. This is. You don't need to farm or grind or anything. You're finished. This is more Borderlands, less. 
Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Very Borderlands. But even then, Borderlands has like fucking bullshit crazy end game shit as well like yeah there's well, always I mean, this, raid this, there was always raid bosses in that game those games so yeah like it gets like updates well i guess i guess this is getting an expansion now but mm-hmm. yeah initially it's like cool you're done you're finished you can walk away which mm. for for a looter shooter must be such a weird thing to sort of wrestle with where you're like wait a minute i'm finished like yeah there's nothing else you want me to go go get real quick or like no like all right okay i should try outriders um, again actually now I've got the Xbox Series S and it might run a bit better. But Destiny's right there. That's true. I do like Destiny. <laughs> I do like Destiny. You do have a, you have a new campaign but, to look into. But I tell you what, but I tell you what isn't on Game Pass anymore is Destiny 2. So That's true. You know. Outriders is right there. But anyway. Well, I guess you know you can enjoy your solo Outriders, yeah. right? But if you're ever looking for a Destiny 2 game, I'm here for you. Uh, I mean, I'm always thinking about it. Um <laughs> And obviously, life is strange. Like, yeah, that which makes sense. Makes sense. Like that. that Especially but coming off of True Colors, with like the praise that everyone's been giving it. I obviously love it. You're enjoying the first episode. Yeah. Like, yeah. And I, also, it's it hold I, on to that. I think it did pretty well as well. Like, it was nominated for a lot of awards. So I, I meant like people, financially people as well. I think it did all right. Surely the sales have been reported. Yeah, I, I feel like it. It did pretty well. I think a lot of people picked it up. And then even on top of that. Now it's on Game Pass. It's probably going to make a bunch more money off that too. So, um, even though I'm not still not 100 percent sure how money money exchanges hands for Game Pass games, but um, yeah. I don't well, know. I mean, it can't be as bad as I mean. It's not in my bonus um, round stories, but that uh, the Odd World guys talking about how bad mm-hmm. Plus was for them in the end because the the yep. lump payment they got for being on Plus did not outdo. Like they got so many plays. But but here's the thing. I watched I was kind of funny we're talking about this on kind of funny yeah. games daily as well. Like had it not been a plus game, would that many of people have been playing that game? I mean because I sure no. as shit don't think so. No. But that, again, these are the sort of discussions we have, right? Exactly, where you talk about yeah. like sure I got that that payment for making the game, but like those are now also so many millions of customers that it's like cool, I never if this is ever on discount or if it ever Catches my eye. I need to look at it. I already got it. So yeah, I know. This is coming from me that's like, I couldn't give any less of a fuck about Oddworld. And I think... I, I, I think, feel like we've discussed this in the past. I think, yeah. And I think I've said it before. I think Lawn Landing is a bit of a wanker. So... I have no attachment to um, Oddworld. I just thought that the, no, that him, that the team bringing that was interesting. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I think there was something else as well that like made... It was a positive I saw before about uh, there was a game that came out on Game Pass that like they made more money of it off it coming out on Game Pass and they would have some what was it? Let me see. If it's I can not easy it. to it's not easy to launch a game. Like, no, of like, course not. Um, where was it? I was reading about it before. I was scrolling for for things for us to talk about on the show, but and now it eludes you. It has eluded me. Oh, all right. One more little scroll. Uh... What you're looking for, it. I'll, I'll remind people that the other, the other small reason that Square Enix cited for the sale was so they could invest in blockchain, mm-hmm. and NFT bullshit. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna keep scrolling because I don't, I don't give a fuck about. Right. It's the, uh, it's yeah. Just get more. It's. <laughs> oh, God. Go hang out with Reggie trying to sell his. Animal Crossing on a blockchain. It might have been Trek to Yomi, actually. They said they made Oh, more. really? Yeah. 
Um, yeah. I bought that game and have not played it yet. Mm. So they have my money. They took, they got it. I played a bit of it on Game Pass and I didn't bring it up in the quest log. Let's put it that way. So it's, it's fine. It's very good to look at, but yesterday I was going to play it, but then I continued my Xenoblade Chronicles replay. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, a a fucking hundred million hour JRPG that you've played before instead of it. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. Fuck. And we're coming, Joel. We're coming into winter, so I'm going to be playing a lot of JRPGs because they have a perfect winter game to play. Get cozy, just like you put a blanket on, grind it out. It's Get a good cozy. Time. Anyway, uh, I mean, moving, okay. moving on. Uh, uh, apart from Deus Ex, is there anything from this this buyout that you would like to see? Um, I need to pop up. I would love to see Tomb Raider return to form, mm-hmm. and yeah, obviously, yep. obviously Deus Ex. Uh, shout out to to Brent. To Brendan, our occasional like uh, co-host on the show, big fan of um, Legacy of Kane, specifically Simon Templeton in Legacy of Kane. <laughs> but obviously, it seems like they specifically called out Legacy of Kane in the um, in the press release. So yeah. I really, I feel like that's coming back, <laughs> even even if it's like at least like classics re-released. Um, I feel like that is making a re- making a comeback. Yeah, the one that I'd I'd like. I, I I would like to see, but it's not. It's up in the air because I were asked about, it and they're like, "Well, there there are a few different strings attached to that sort of thing." But um, like, I not that I finished this game, but like Sleeping Dogs. Yeah, Sleeping Dogs give, is back in the mix. Yeah, give give that give that another run. I reckon. I reckon now's the time. Let's give that a give that another spin. What about Gex? <laughs> Fucking Gex! Jesus, I have no no attachment. To Gex whatsoever, but sure, why not? It's worth mentioning that Crystal, Crystal Dynamics is still... I actually was going to bring this to my bonus, but maybe we can briefly touch on it. Crystal Dynamics will continue to sit on Perfect Dark as well, which is good because it sounds like that game's in a lot of trouble. <laughs> yeah, it really does. We haven't talked last, about that, but oh boy. No. Oh boy. In the last 12 months, a lot of people have left. <laughs> so, yeah. It's not That's good. That's heartbreaking because I was so excited for that game, but now I'm really scared. Now, yeah, me too. Me too. Oh, boy. Was that yeah. an Xbox so he, thing last year that we saw that or the year before? It was an Xbox I feel like thing. It was, I was last year, I think, because I think last year they had like a bigger show because it was like back. COVID's not over, but hey. <laughs> we're, we're back. Yes. Yeah. Not like the first year where it's like, wow, pandemic. No. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, no, no. Year two was like, hey, it's still here, but let's have a party anyway. Yeah. But like a smaller party, like not not not, not, not a huge E3 level party. But I think it may have been last year. But again, the last couple of years sort of like bleed together. So I, I can't keep track reliably. Yeah, exactly. Um, but anyway, we'll move on from that. But we're going to stay in the same in the same ballpark because I want to quickly shout this out for the sake of my fantasy critic team. The Final Fantasy 16 is greatly coming together and there should be a new trailer soon, Joel. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I'm. I'm yeah, so. Good. I'm happy. I'm just, I'm just like here, away from my hands, being like, it could happen, guys. 2022 could be a, could be a thing for Final Fantasy 16. <clears throat> Honestly, I'm starting to feel like it might. I. It's. It feels. <laughs> it kind of feels right. I think. I feel like Square Enix need some good press after after everything that's going on. Like, I mean, you know what I mean, though. Like, I mean, I guess some good press. Like they got a, Like they just had Triangle Strategy, which was popular. 
yeah, they've but, got a few games coming this year. They've got Dio Field Chronicles and um. But are those Final Fantasy games though, Karen? No, they're not. No, they announced Kingdom Hearts Four. I, I, even but then, I, I, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Sixteen. I think they want sixteen out soon because when sixteen is out, then they can't start. They can't start talking about remake part two. Yes. Oh my god. Yeah. Then fucking get sixteen <laughs> out the door. Get out the door. Kick, kick it out the door. I want fucking um, part two, please. Come on. But yeah, so oh yeah. Oh my god, Again, I have a PS5. I just realized I can play fucking. You can play for Yuffie DLC. Oh, hello. You can play as Yuffie and it's fun as hell. Oh, fuck. Okay. You can, get, you can get hooked on Fort Condor like the rest of us did. Sick. <laughs> All right. Um. Oh, man. Oh, I'm it was just... a plus game as well. <laughs> oh. did, you tag, did you tag it? I might have. I've still got my copy of it, though. But. Oh, do I have to pay an upgrade yeah. fee? Integrate will. It's like $15. Okay. That's fine. I mean, I like, like the PS5 game. upgrade for the remake is free, but yeah, if you want to play the UFI DLC, that will cost you. Okay. And technically, I didn't pay for the game. Shout out to the homie Josh Enel as well for just being an absolute legend. Well, well, Square it, Enix also backtracked on their call, and they they now I think are letting you upgrade the um the plus version. Oh, I think I tagged. So we also sure. do it digitally. I'll see if I tagged. Actually, I don't think I did. I've got my copy of it. It's fine. I'll put the disc in. I should do that. <laughs> and actually, I should play that. And have a go at it on running on PS5. Anyway, I it's glorious. It's glorious and 60 FPS. Yeah, that's what I'm excited for. <laughs> that's what I'm looking at. Um, but yeah, so again, there's not much to that story. I just wanted to bring it up for my fantasy career team because I, I I did bid on this game. I'm like, please come out this year. I, I really need you. Both as for my team and for me because I want to play this game so badly. Um, but yeah, they, they're talking about there should be a trailer soon. I wouldn't be surprised if it's coming up really soon. We're heading into June. Yep. Um. I guess it depends on if Sony does anything, right? If Sony just like saunters out and decides to do a state of play like a few days before Summer Game Fest. Oh, the end of May, they're going to be like, totally unrelated, guys. Hey, (laughs) here we are. Yeah, just like playing it super nonchalantly. Like, oh, yeah, here's a state of play. Just like at the end of of May. You guys didn't want to wait a week. What for? There's nothing happening. There's nothing over there. We don't want to be part of of that. (laughs) What even is that? I don't even know. Shut up. (laughs) Get out of here. You're those Microsoft guys over there? No. Did you see we just gave you the fucking Final Fantasy 16 trailer? Shut up. Go fuck yourself. Shut up. <laughs> yeah. Fine, is it God of War trailer too? Yeah. Oh, okay. Now we're talking. <laughs> now we're talking. Okay. The back end of this year, Joel, is looking very scary. If if the, the estimations come true. Like, yeah. You know, if, if these games are like, we are coming out in 2022, I'm like, oh. <laughs> if like like one or two of you could like slip i've already missed horizon horizon's gone i just not i'm not getting to that until next year if it's i know i oh, man <laughs> i really fucking want to i want to i've got a ps5 and i want to play that but because i tell you what game I'm i really enjoyed time tell you what game i really enjoyed it was horizon um horizon zero dawn that game's great i didn't it's play so the fucking but- dlc for it though but because when i finally get to it honestly will probably be the start of next year and you you just watch Breath of the Wild 2 come out in March. And then even though they avoided it initially in their release, in my world, in how I play that game, I'm still going to play them close together. Yeah. And <laughs> also too, like completely unrelated to that, that whole joke is, as well. You watch from software go, Starly is, Starly is free. Here's some Elden Ring DLC. And you just go, fuck. I'll see you later, Horizon. In this Maybe DLC, you play as, and then you're just like, fuck off. Like, come on. I, I mean, you don't need to say that. You, all you have to say is Elden Ring DLC. I'm like, see you there. Yeah. I'm there. Right. Yeah. Clear my schedule. 
Um, but yeah, so hopefully we'll see a 16 trailer soon and hopefully we'll get a date. Hopefully it's 2022, but I, I mean, I won't be surprised if it's still like early next year at this point. March seems like a good time for it next year. Like March 2023 seems like a good time for a Final Fantasy game. When did 15 release? It was like... That was a November game. Oh, was it? I thought it was... Yeah. I thought it was like no. February for some reason. I don't know why. Nah. Um, um, you might... When was... Maybe you're thinking of Kingdom Hearts 3. Kingdom Hearts 3 think, was definitely starting. start of the year. I think yeah. that was a Feb game. It was yeah. like February, March. Yeah. It was, yeah, it came out, yeah, January 25th in 2019. Oh, that's right. So yeah, because it was close to my birthday and that's why I decided yeah, to play so all the other games. I'm scared to drop a big game at the start of a year. Um, like, you know, Capcom routinely did it with Resident Evils for a while there. So it's not impossible. And, uh, I mean, it wasn't like January, but like March was... Um, Monster Hunter as well, like mm. well, even like Feb was Horizon, so like yeah, but, yeah, and Elden Ring. Elden Ring was originally going to come out in January, so yeah. it's possible it could happen in January and not March. Schedules um, mean like fuck all now. Like they, don't, oh yeah, at the window. We don't at like the window. That's not like oh, this is the time when this game should be released. It's like no, nah, that's it could exactly be anything. why. Yeah. That's why Nintendo with Breath of the Wild. It's just like it's coming next year. We're not saying anything else. <laughs> we'll see you later. <laughs> That's yep. it. That's your update. See you next year. Can we can we have the title? No, it's a spoiler. No, it's a, it's a spoiler. <laughs> the game. <laughs> Do you want to be spoiled? Well, at this well, why point, why do you put the spoiler in the name? I was gonna say at this point, yes, because I would like to know. I would like to refer to it as something more than the sequel to The Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild. Ah, welcome to my life of Metroid Prime Four. <laughs> Which I still don't. If it's, I will be surprised if it's Metroid Prime Four, but we'll see. We'll see. I killed Metroid Prime. <laughs> I did it. Metroid dead. Metroid Primes. Metroid. Was it plural? The only reason that they've ruined it a bit is because they, because of Metroid Prime Hunters, so they're not scared to be like, ah, fuck it, Metroid Prime Hunt, a uh, Metroid Prime Federation Force. I'm like, okay, not really related to Metroid Prime as a, as a evil monster space monster but sure whatever it's fine i guess fine. We'll, i guess we'll just ignore that that was like the the end boss of metroid prime was metroid prime and then metroid prime became dark samus and then we killed dark samus and ultimately metroid prime and we're just going to keep calling the games this all right anyway moving on <laughs> <laughs> moving on speaking we were speaking we were, we were very we we're jabbing at it but um June's coming up. E3, as we said last episode, dead. Dead this year. Not happening. Done. But hey, yep. don't worry. It'll be back next year, they promise. <laughs> it'll it'll be there. You'll see. You all see. Yeah, and Black Panther 2's <laughs> coming out this year as well. Like, yeah, yeah sure. Ooh. Well, that's that might happen. <laughs> anyway, mm. uh, so two things in the June window have now appeared. We've got Xbox has booked in their June 12th, which they love it. That's definitely an E3 date, so gives me the hope that maybe we'll get what what i mean even jeff said that they're hoping to have it a lot more condensed with game fest but hopefully it'll be in that one weekend that'd be awesome yeah the reason that i know that's familiar is because it falls on the um queen's birthday public holiday which i'm so familiar with being like thank you microsoft <laughs> public holiday oh my god is it a public holiday i'm pretty sure it is it's usually on the queen's birthday for us Fuck. Hang on, let's have a look. Let's, let's right. Google. If that's the case, then fuck it. I'm staying up to watch this. <laughs> <laughs> or I'm getting up early to watch this. Let's have a look. Queen's birthday, 2022. Yep, Monday, June 13th. Fuck and, yeah. Um, so this will be on for Australians, June 13th at 3 a.m. AEST. So yeah. 
You know yeah, what? That's, what, yeah, that's why, um, it's how I, why I always love the Xbox Day because I'm like, oh, you guys are always on that public holiday. Thank it's, you. I mean, Thank you. I was like literally talking to you before we started recording, just being like, oh, nah, I'll probably watch it. I'm on I'm on lates that week, so I'll be able to watch it in the morning, <laughs> but I've got to get up early and stuff. So I don't want to get up, you know, before. Fuck that. I've got the day to recover. I'll just. Stay off, man. Yeah. For the queen, man. For the queen. Yeah. Thanks, Queenie. I'm going to fucking watch some sick Xbox games. Yeah, I, bet, I bet the Queen's watching it, man. Yeah, fuck it. That's why she's she's like, just, yeah. she's getting in fucking Phil Spencer's ear that's been like, hey, do, it. do it on my birthday, mate. He's like, it's not even Bring, your birthday. Shh, just do it. Bring back Fable. <laughs> that's coming. That's, we it see is, that It this is year. coming. We see that this year. If we don't see it this year, I'm worried for it. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah. So... Xbox is uh, on June 12th at 3am. And then, of course, because Jeff Keighley is the man that he is, Summer Game Fest is also locked in for June 9th at... Jesus, it's a it's a bad time for us, I think. I think it's 4am as well. I think it's 4am. It's well, like 3 or 4am. It's something bullshit. Xbox is 3am. Um, I actually kind of hope it's 4am. I think it's 4 from memory, so I think I put it in my. I think I put it in my calendar because that's what I do for this stupid shit. I think it's. I think it's. Uh, I think it's four a.m. Because I remember seeing him being like, "I could do that." Yeah, yeah, four to six. Yeah, I like four a.m. Not necessarily two hours long, but yeah, it starts at four a.m. Australian time. Oh god, but it's, four a.m. is okay. I can just wake up early, just go to bed early. That's fine. When it's three a.m., you have to make a call one way or the other. You're like, okay, do I stay I'm up? Staying up? Go, yeah. Or, um, at least 4am I can just go to bed at like 10 or 9 or something and wake up early like a moron for this stupid video game show <laughs> it's like, I've got as to long be as I'm there. aware of it it makes it less weird right? I'm like, I know it's dumb yeah. I'm gonna be there I'll be on Twitter I love being in Twitter doling out those hot takes Yeah, getting it on the like the hashtag memes as soon as possible it's a good time I just um, love, yeah, so I just Summer love, Games I... Fest and Day of the Devs will be, oh, will be then fuck yeah Day of the Devs kicks off I love that event it's so good there's always some really fun stuff in there. And we also always get like a really fun intro from um, Tim Schafer as well, which is great. <laughs> yeah. Which is just him in his backyard last year. It was great. So That's good. Right. I forgot that Summer, Summer Game Fest was when we first, we saw Elden Ring, wasn't it? In the, in the E3 slot? Yeah. Like the, e, the E3 slot in June. I feel like certain it was. Because I feel like the Easy Allies were in a studio, which is how I remember that. <laughs> was that... Yeah, maybe cuz yeah, it was June uh, yeah, so it was June last year. So, hey, Kiwi's got he's got pull, he might get something big. He got released from Gamer Jail that day. Game of, yeah. So I'm sure he'll put himself back in J- Gamer Jail or something. Yeah. Probably. It is, it, so it is happening before the Xbox thing. So Who knows? We'll see. Very curious. I don't want to talk too much about what might be in this because we I want to see if anyone else has any dates to lock in. Obviously, I'm looking at you. Ubisoft, yeah, and you can't you can't resist. And then like whatever Sony and Nintendo are gonna do, because we said what Sony's gonna do. Sony's gonna like very very nonchalantly yeah. just drop something in May and be like, "There you go, guys. How good are video games? It's like, why couldn't you do it with everyone else? It's like, shut up. <laughs> they don't matter. We're more important. Um, and then yeah, Nintendo will probably do something. Like Nintendo the day again, after. Nintendo loves. They love a good E three. Yeah, they love. They do if they've got stuff. But I just. I feel like we've had a lot of Twitter announcements from them lately. Mm. So I, don't know. I reckon like we see, might... like, I, I reckon they go, like, let's go Jeff to Grubb. the future. Jeff Grubb is floating that rumor for later this year. Mm. Uh, the um, double Zelda. 
like Wind Waker and Ooh. Twilight Princess, followed up by um, Metroid Prime Remaster. Oh, come on, just fucking oh. just do it. Just do it. Just, just do, do it. Fucking Metroid Prime Look, Remaster. Just do it. Do I it. Don't care about any, I don't care about anything else. Do it, you fucking just, cowards. Come on. Just sell me Metroid Prime again. And I promise I will buy it twice. And then <laughs> and then just for Game Rant's sake, we need some more fucking hyperbole around... Uh, My Fantasy Crew team would also like Hollow Knight to come out. <laughs> nah, see, I don't, now, now you've said that and reminded me of that. I'm like, no. That's 2023. Fuck you. How dare you? You want to play Silk Song as well? I really do. I really do. It's fine. <laughs> hey, still, current, current. I think a lot about that brief demo I played at PAX, at the last physical PAX. I'm like, yep. this is amazing. I can't wait to play this game. And I still haven't. Still haven't. It's, it's not happening. Not happening. Um, and while we're talking about fantasy leagues, um, thanks for taking Trek to Yomi off my hands, by the way. Yeah, um, no problem, man. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. As soon as, as, soon as <sighs> I saw those scores dropping, I'm like, oh, I. And so here's the it thing. Was though, a safe, to, it was a pretty good gamble. Like, honestly. This is when I start to feel bad about Fantasy Critic because I hate looking at games like that. I yeah, ha- I, I know. I hate when I saw those scores and I'm like, I bought this game. And it made me feel, <laughs> as soon as I thought that, I felt dirty. I'm like, fuck, I, I kind of hate Fantasy Critic. Yeah. I'll keep playing it. but It's like, not it, a bad game. No, it's good. But like, it's, it's fine. Yeah. It definitely contributes to this problem of like seeing a game score and going, ugh. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. You're like, no, no, just it could seven's not bad. But it's like not. when you look when you look at the points it gives me, I'm like, ugh. <laughs> we're like, what, two points? Two points? I've got half a team and I, I don't know what to bid on, so I need I need I need the points I can get. Yeah, I, that's where I'm at at the moment as well. I'm like, I'm fucking I I've got to do another counter pick as well. I don't fucking know. I got no idea. Jesus Christ. But That's why I'm hoping the showcases. Yeah, true. Yeah, I think yeah, this is this is the time when we start picking up some things. Um I mean, I, I, again, from the 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 promotional image that Xbox have put out with like the Xbox logo floating among some stars. Surely No, Starfield is going to be there. Surely. They're doing those they're doing those behind the scenes videos. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I I mean, I just I just want to see it. I know, I know. There's been a lot. There's been that that uh, that ex dev that's been talking about it, saying that the game engine runs like shit. And I'm like, well, it's to be expected. Bethesda. It's Bethesda. <laughs> that's true. Thank you for bringing. I didn't call it what it was. It is the Xbox and Bethesda game showcase, yes. which does open up avenues beyond Starfield as well. Here comes Rage Three. It's gonna happen. Um, I was so ready for you to just say Wolfenstein, but I guess you don't want it. All right. I guess they're busy no, on. They're busy on. Um, on. What are they busy on? Are they doing? Are they doing Indiana doing... Jones? Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. Fuck I was. Yeah. I wasn't sure if they were doing Jones or um Wonder Woman. Fucking Indiana Jones. Yeah. Yes, please. Let's go. Fuck. If they have something ready to show for that. Oh boy, I know it was early in development, but that was a couple of years ago when that got announced. Now, isn't it? Charles, it's at least it's one been... year. It's been a weird... I think it... Was it last E3? Like Proper E3? E3? Yeah, I think it was. So it was like... Yeah, I think it was. Oh, man. If that game's, re- if that game's ready to show... Yeah, it was... <sighs> um, the articles I'm seeing put it at about... Yeah, June 2021. <laughs> so... Yeah, okay. Per- perfect All Dark. Right. This, is, this is something I want to do later. Perfect Dark. It's just sitting there being... And needs some good press. A good trailer could help it. 
Um, it's all right. We can't resist. I couldn't resist myself. I had to talk about it. It's, it's hard to say, like, oh, you know, Xbox and Bethesda Showcase, like, and not talk about what. That's a problem. That's why, because I love speculating about this stupid shit. That's why too. I'm going to, the idiot who's going to be awake at like 4 a.m. watching Jeff Keighley show me ads. <laughs> yeah, fucking, that's the thing. Like, now I, now I know it's a public holiday. I'm contemplating trying to enter to win tickets to go to that thing at Fortress at 2 a.m. And watch a live viewing party because I'm like, I could do that now. But I probably won't. I see that. I don't know. Something about, I could see it being cool, but I also like the idea of just wrapping myself in a blanket. Yeah, it's cool. <laughs> I, Chucking I, it on. I like, I like just if you, if you were to see like screen caps of the conversations that I have with Kyron while those things are going on, it's usually just me saying in all caps, Kyron, Kyron. Like, and that's it. Like, that's just back and forward. Constantly. I can actually probably contribute properly because half the problem I have is normally I'm watching it on my on my TV. So I've got my phone out and I'm trying to juggle you and Twitter. But now I can just do it on my PC mm-hmm. and just have it on there. And then I'll split screen Facebook and Twitter on my other monitor. Thanks. I'll be set. See. Awesome. Cool. I always feel like I'm bothering you. Just be like, God, pay attention. Oh my God. <laughs> React to I me. I know you're watching. <laughs> What do you think of this? <laughs> Get on Twitter. <laughs> See, this is when, if you wanted to do that, this is when we would just Twitch stream it. But like, I'm not, I'm not Twitch streaming I, it. Look, I would, I would love to do that. <laughs> I would have to, I would have to basically, we'd have to do it in the evenings and I would have to be complete internet blackout. That's I know. Like it's yeah. working. Cause I couldn't do it at three in the morning. I just cannot. The sensory I'll be, I'll be, like, I'll be awake and watching this, but you don't want to see me. <laughs> nah, nah. I will be barely a human. If like my voice is, it's getting a, like later in the night now, and my voice is already getting croaky. You don't want to hear me <laughs> at like three in the morning. It sounds like I've been a, a pack a day smoker for about forty years. Oh god. Um. But yeah. So hey, look, June's shaping up. We've got Xbox and Bethesda, and we've got Summer Game Fest. Who knows? We'll see what happens. Nintendo, Ubisoft, usually love to have an event in there. Sony, too cool for it. Um, who am I forgetting? I know, like usually the Bethesda would be the other one, so they're they're rolled in with Xbox. The PC now. gaming show. Oh, the PC gaming show. Mm-hmm. I kind of look. I feel like last year's wasn't bad. Yeah, they're getting there. They're getting there with they're it. I tell you what, they're finding their their audience and they're getting better. So you yep. know what? Bring it back. Let's go. Do it again. Tech Nine's getting even more comfortable in that that hosting position. <clears throat> it's good. It's good uh, but yeah, I think that's an episode, Joel. Unless you can it think is. of anything oh. else, like vaguely news-related, you want to bring up. One thing, the one more thing that we'll probably see. Do you, we're going to get another Devolver presentation. Oh yeah, or maybe like the last one seemed like a pretty good conclusion to the current. Nah, I guess we might go to phase two. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, phase two. Like fucking phase two of Devolver. They're good. They're, oh man, I I almost want them to come out and just do a completely straight. I would love that just to just do just a normal, like, cool. like, like, yeah. digital presentation. Yeah, there's like, hi, uh, my name's such and such from uh, Devolver Digital, and we're going to show you some games today. And everyone's just like, oh, waiting, okay. waiting for it, <laughs> waiting for the turn <laughs> constantly. Um, yeah. I, I could see Devolver doing that. I could see that mm-hmm. being in their wheelhouse, just just doing a, a straight face like normal presentation, and everyone just waiting for the gag and just it never coming, and then that is the gag. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh man, maybe it maybe like a post credit or something, and it's just all of them flipping the bird to the camera, just being like "fuck you." <laughs> oh. We're funny. I love them. I love them to death. 
Never changed, Volvo. Oh, but but yeah, that, that's an episode. So yeah. uh, Joel, feel free to take us on out. Uh, take us on home. Beautiful. Well, thank you very much for listening to this episode of the Dialogue Options Podcast. We greatly appreciate your patronage. Um, if you like the show, uh, please tell people, tell friends, family, shout it from the bus stop while you're waiting for your bus and listening to the episode. Please, we love it. Um, if you would like to give us a rating, you can go do that on Spotify. Um, leave us a review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. Sorry, I'm living in the past. Um, I, I say it all the time, Joel, but it's because I'm not an Apple user. So exactly. I just, because of habit of when I had an iPhone, it was like, ah, oh, it was iTunes. Of, yeah. They're too cool for it now. So it's fine. I get it. Exactly. Okay. Um, yeah. And if you want to reach out to us, please hit us up on all our social medias. We are at Dialogue Options. Send us a message, tweet at us, send us an email to contact at dialogueoptions.com. Um, yeah, if you've got anything you'd like us to talk about, we would love to hear from you. Please let us know any things we could do to improve the show. We'd love to hear that as well. Uh, if you want to find us at our individual social media accounts or Twitter accounts, you can find me at Jolly Mac, where if you want to see some photos of my wonderful holiday, I just went on, posted a few snappies on there. Um, some really lovely ones. Uh, I also, yeah. I, I also posted a picture of uh, some socks that I bought that had raccoons on them. And I mentioned the but the fact that I bought them because it reminded me of everything everywhere all at once and gave me a giggle. Uh, if you've seen the movie, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, yeah, uh, that's pretty much all I've been, I've, been, I've been tweeting about. I also watched Jackass Forever a couple of weeks ago. That was fun. It's a good time. But, Karen, where can they find you? So you can find me on Twitter, where I am at LemonManX, where largely I've been tweeting bullshit. <laughs> I um I retweeted that that uh, Empire picture of Jane Foster's four with um Chris Hemsworth four, with that uh that Parks and Rec reaction, just like it's beautiful. I've looked at this for five hours, now. <laughs> just like that's that was the most accurate description I could think of. Yep. Uh, yep. Game Awards reminded me that Resident Evil Village turned one. Mm-hmm. And that has DLC coming, so chalk that in for Summer Game Fest. That's happening. Yep, yep. Bet on it. And then lastly, mostly because I want to bring this up so I can make you feel guilty as well, Joel. Um, I follow this amazing Twitter account, which is Daily Persona Music. Mm. And um, the music that I posted for May 5th was the Whims of Fate from Persona 5. And I was like, no, I, I don't have time to play Persona 5 again. But when I hear Whims of Fate, I'm like, I could... I, I, I could play this game again. Like I laugh. I think about the, that 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 palace, that casino palace, and that music, and and the no uh, no. I'm just gonna walk away. I'm gonna walk away. But damn, that is a good song. I need from a, a good soundtrack for a great game. I need someone to like <clears throat> invent a hyperbolic chamber. Uh, and so I can go into it and just play Persona Five Royal and actually finish it. I need I that. I want them to do it too, Joel, because I, I, I have, I just, <laughs> that, that new content, be, be thankful that I've managed to not spoil anything from that for you. I, yeah, I am very thankful. Every time I post something, sometimes I post like a gif on Twitter, I'm like, oh, that's a bit, if Joel sees that, would I give anything away? I don't think so. <laughs> oh, God. I did retweet like, like the, um, that daily persona music, um, account tweeted out the music from the um 
additional palace, which is a fucking good track. And I was like, I hope Jordan listen to this. Or if he does listen to it, maybe it'll be the thing that makes him play Royal. I don't well, know. this is the thing. I don't, I don't, when I see that, I'm just like, no, I'm just going to keep scrolling. Because I know <laughs> I'm like, nope, don't be sucked in by it. Don't be sucked in by it. Joke's on you because there's a Persona concert later this year and you can't avoid it. Fuck. There's going to there's gonna be Royal music in it and you know it. Oh, the... Fuck. There's like two really, like two Royal songs. I'm like, if I, if that would be insane if I didn't do these at a, at a concert. <sighs> All right, I'll try and find time. Oh. Anyway, just just like play it a day at a time, which is gonna which is gonna go fine until you get to a palace and you're screwed. But like, just do do one day and that'll be like twenty minutes, and then cool, there you go. At least the palaces in Royal though are like kind of streamlined a little bit now. They they are. I definitely enjoy some of the palaces more. Yeah. In Royal. Anyway, this is a conversation we can have off the air. Yeah, this this (laughs) show, Joel. Shut me up. All right. Again, thank you so much for listening. Uh, And until next time, have a good one. Options podcast.